Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with saxophonist Martin Stender and percussionist Victor Debro of the Copenhagen-based jazz band Girls in Airports. They open up about their new 2023 album, How It Is Now, and a life well-lived as a band in the music. Based in Copenhagen, they are one of the very few young Danish indie jazz bands that have established themselves internationally. The band has toured in countries such as the United States, China, Brazil, and most of Europe. They have been described as a unique blend of Nordic jazz, lyricism, indie rock influences, and sounds from around the world. We cover their existence and the future. Enjoy the story. If it hadn't already been done before, I would say somebody should come up with a band called Girls in Airports. <laughs> it's a great name. I mean, it, like I, if I saw that on paper, I would say that has to be a band name. What do you like about it? It just has a great ring to it. I mean, girls in airports, you know, I mean, it could be girls sipping coffee. Whenever you start throwing that thing around where it's girls in, in di different places, especially in an airport, which is such a great place on the planet, it just makes sense. Thanks, thanks. Gentlemen, thank you for taking a minute out. Before we begin here, I want to make sure that I get everyone's name and where you're coming out of. Uh, my, my name is Martin Stender, and I'm the saxophonist in the band, and Peter Dupo is uh, joining us also. He's the percussionist in the band. Thank you for reaching out to the program. I really appreciate it. I really dig the music, and I'm looking forward to getting into it. Before we begin here, I want to know, you know, the world of, of jazz and musicians were really turned upside down with COVID. Now that the world's waking up, live shows are happening. How did you, sur how did you guys survive COVID? Um, over the last three years? I would say through uh, creativity, right, Martin? <laughs> yeah. I, th I think uh, what we, uh, what, what sort of happened was that uh, we just, we just uh, decided to, to create a lot together. Because uh, we, we, yeah, we love to play music and love to create music and that, 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 that's what we do. So uh, we sort of just speeded up the process of creating actually. I don't think we have ever been that uh, creating that much as as uh, during the the COVID uh, pandemic period. Well, and obviously this album is an outgrowth of that time period. I would assume. Uh, yes, I think I even managed to to transfer COVID to two of the other band members just before uh, uh -oh. <laughs> the studio. <laughs> Lit literally and figuratively, so. Talk about the new album. Was this recorded over the pandemic period? It was sort of, it's, it's sort of at, at, at the at the end of it, but yeah, definitely made uh, during those years. Was it influenced by what you were going through, or was there an original conception or original idea prior to it? What what forces in your life made you make this from a creative standpoint? It isn't that uh, conscious, the, the, the process of writing music for us. I think we just uh, dive into it. And, and see, we, like the titles are something we, we attach to the music in the end. And we just, uh, it, it, it's, it's really hard to sum up uh, what it's about and that sort of thing. It's just, I guess, everything in our lives, uh, where we are with our families and uh, what kind of music we're listening to and all. So lots, of, lots of stuff. And the, I guess the world situation as well, blending in together. 
for us, it was it's the, we we had a new um, lineup as the band. We're we now a quartet, but we've been a quintet for five years. Not for ten years a quintet. So that that was a big new thing for us that we had this new band sound we were exploring. Uh, so that that was a bit. How can we make this an an advantage in the music somehow, and and not a problem? That was a big part of what we were thinking about. Let's say you come to Kansas City and perform this album, and you have to sell this to get people to watch the show. How would you explain a live show presenting this album in a venue in Kansas City? So you're a great salesperson. <laughs> wow. I don't know. Uh, it's a good question. Uh, I would say that it's, uh, you don't need to be a jazz expert or a music expert in any sense to listen to the music or to get what we are doing. I think uh, what we're trying to do and what we're aiming for is just to, do, to, to make sound that uh, moves people. And that could either be, you know... Uh, sound or rhythms that that you would like to move your body to or dance to or just some um, uh, some feelings uh, that run run through your your mind and your body how did the band get to get together how long have you guys been been together how did this all come together and how does it work Um, i formed the group many years i think it's 12 years ago something like that when i was uh, as, uh, when I was a student, we were all studying at the Rhythmic Conservatory in Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. And I, I just uh, uh, picked these great guys. Uh, that was the ba- I was living with the piano player, but the other guys, was, uh, I, sort of, I, I met them through this project, more or less. Um, how does it work? It's a, it's a, it's a collective. We've, we've, we, we really we work together uh, around uh, creating the music. I usually bring a small idea for for a new piece of music, but then we develop that together. Uh, so everybody contributes in on, on all levels. Obviously, as a band, there's influences that go into you all individually and collectively. Who would you say are pretty big influences from the world of recorded music for you guys? Who are inspirations for you and your sound and as musicians. Well, that's a good, uh, that's a big question <laughs> and a good question. Uh, I would, say, I don't know. Uh, it, it changes all the time. I would say, um, like in the, the 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 early albums, we were pretty influenced by music from both both from like uh, John Coltrane and all that tradition, but also. Uh, Moroccan folkloric music and uh, a lot of Asian uh, folklore, but but now I think it's uh, it's much more varied and and it's it can it's both like Kendrick Lamar and uh, I also say uh, Dan Cherry and Onan Coleman and it's a it's a big mix uh, a big mixture, wouldn't you say, Martin? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we try not not to limit us. To, to, to specific genres at all, really to be to be as open as we are able to be to play any kind of music that we that we're able to. At the moment, we're working. Our, our next project is going to be involving uh, strings, a string quartet, and uh, we also did a project with a with a big band uh, a few years ago, which was, which was much more in the in the jazz world. Which uh, it's our ambition to be this 
very open, uh, sound-ratifying band. I think that's the thing that's so good about you guys, is that as we look at the modern evolution of jazz, you know, there's a lot of bands out there that are really, you can't really label exactly what they do. They fall within different classifications. I mean, you have indie, indie rock, you have jazz, you have all these things coming together. How did all of this happen? How did you arrive at your sound? I guess it just it has it has to do with having a broad taste and just going with that. I guess that I, I, I imagine most people have a very broad musical taste, but for some reason uh, you get stuck in one genre because you, that's what you. And we just, I think we, we we try to to keep learning. To, to, uh, also, we we studied music for many years in a, in a in a very open way, and also we have these uh, members that are quite uh, different. Uh, they have different uh, roots in, in the, in, within the group. I think uh, Victor, our percussionist here in the interview, is he, like you, you, you studied a lot of music from all over the world, folkloric yeah. stuff. Yeah. And uh, I guess I was myself, I'm a saxophonist. I'm more rooted in, in the jazz tradition and played like in the... Uh, we, we, we try to use that. Obviously, you've been at this as a group, and it works. So tell me why, what is it about the chemistry of this band that works so well? I would, I would say maybe this, this, can, this can be, in a way, it can be an answer to this and maybe uh, your earlier question that I think from this, from when I joined the band, uh, when you've been, I don't know, you've been playing for half a year or something, right, Martin? I, I really uh, was interested in, in what you were, were doing in that group because uh, it was uh, really obvious uh, early on that it was not about which kind of music you wanted to play uh, or how you would do it. It was more like, uh, there is these melodies and these songs that we feel are really strong, and we just try collectively to make something out of it. And I think that uh, way of looking at music or working with music is uh, really appealed to me. And I think that's also what is strong about this group, that it, it has not that much to do with the individuals in the band. It's not important what I play or what I don't play. The important thing... Was, uh, or this, the, the, yeah, the importance of, the, of it all is that we try to make something beautiful together. And who of the band members does the like the icing on the cake of the last, you know, uh, important uh, sparkle? It, it, it isn't that important. It's, the, 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 it's just the, the the chemistry of us, of of the four of us doing something together that, uh, in a way that we feel uh, uh, has a strong feeling or, or something uh, yeah that's that's uh, i think that's what it's about i think that's well put and and also i was thinking also that that we really care about each other we and we've always really cared about each other i think that, and that's a big part of the secret behind uh, having a, a strong group that uh, we are ambitious but at the same time we're not too ambitious if if somebody had a kid and they want to be a really good dad that's okay. And if somebody wants to do a solo project, that's also uh, totally okay, totally fine with us. Uh, that, we, that we care about all the, the group members' well-being. So, gentlemen, if anyone out there wants to pick up the album, 
where is the best place for them to get it and to find out more about the band and any live shows coming up? Bandcamp, CD Baby, uh, your local record distributor, probably. Okay, what about live shows? How, are you guys got anything scheduled, anything that people can look into? We haven't, we haven't got anything lined up in the States. No. We, we have... Uh, we perform, but we're doing a lot of uh, release concerts right now in in, uh, in Europe, especially Denmark. If people are listening around the world, where do they go to find out about live shows? Instagram, or Facebook. Excellent, gentlemen. Thank you for opening up. Thanks for taking time out for the show. I appreciate it. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players in Denmark, Kansas City, and spots all over the world, giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to both Martin and Victor for their time, energy, and cool. If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Subscribe to us at YouTube, and for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.